You're about to listen to an episode of What the Hell Just Happened. Join Paul Edwards and his guests as they discuss interesting HR topics and solve some of our listeners' submitted questions. And occasionally I'll go off HR topic and talk about whatever I want to talk about. Think barbecue, space exploration, technology, money, managing, business, things that interest all of us. We get a lot of emails with questions. Stay tuned for details on how you can submit yours to the show. And now, let's get started. Hi, everybody, and welcome to today's What the Hell Just Happened in HR. And and What the Hell Just Happened in HR uh, is that uh, it's it's spooky time. Halloween's upon us. Um, And we're going to do a little bit of a different podcast today. So what we're going to do is kind of follow this... um, format that they use over at Cedar HR Solutions to do in their newsletters. It's it's uh, it's like we do these three roundup questions where we take the questions that are being sent in uh, from members and from our community and we generalize them and we anonymize them and then we give, uh, you know, pretty good uh, uh, direct answers to what the problems are uh, that they're sending over to us or to those questions. And so in today's podcast, we're going to sort of do a roundup of all the calls that are coming in. Um, to Cedar right now, to our sister company. Um, and these are the calls that are coming in from the horror movies of which Cedar provides HR support to. I know a lot of you wouldn't imagine that, but over at Cedar, we provide all kinds of support to different um, industries. And of course, we would be working with the horror movies. Um, and so, you know, like I said, once a week, Cedar publishes their roundup of questions. And, 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 and what I like is that these particular questions, and if you're out there listening and you have a horror movie or you have a horror situation, and as you, as, as you all could imagine, once these movies get up and running and they, they're created, they run 24-7, 365 days a year. It's just one, uh, you know, one problem after another. Um, and so today, in today's podcast, I'd like to welcome our head of compliance over at Cedar, Jenny McLaughlin, and I'm going to welcome her to this special edition of What the Hell Just Happened, um, and it is our, um, our spooky hour horror stories from the crypt podcast. Uh, uh, podcast, uh, episode, uh, I'm sorry, what Jenny, welcome. Oh, thanks, Paul. So I know that you're constantly having to research the laws because you're head of compliance and you're going to be really good at helping me answer some of these questions. So what I want to do is just kind of jump in, Jenny. All All right. right. Yeah. I'm just going to jump in and I'm going to start letting, you know, we'll just go over some of these questions that are coming in. So, um, uh, question number one comes from Emily. Um, Emily asked, and it's a kind of a long question, but whatever. Um, so we we have an employee named Jason who is pretty awesome, and, and we hear that Jenny yeah. a lot of times. So you got an employee, you got a problem with them, but they're good in another way. Um, she says, "I mean, overall, I think that the customers like him. Um, his stick to itiveness and his dedication to his job duties is is always impressive." Um, Emily goes on to say, but, but he's creating a lot of messes, um, and, um, that she had just gotten a complaint from a new employee saying that they felt bullied by Jason. And then on top of that, um, it seems like, um, every night shift that they have, uh, more employees than usual are walking off the job and not returning, um, and as, uh, as Emily puts it, I mean, they, they almost, it's almost as if they just literally disappear and I'm not sure. And again, you know, this is the Halloween thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if this is ghosting or not. I think oh, that kind ghosting. of fits in. See how I brought that into <laughs> uh-huh. play. Uh, but we probably talk about then what the risks are around that. 
Um, and she she says, look, we um, um, we asked Jason for his thoughts, uh, you know, on, on all of this. And, and he and Jason claims he has no idea what's going on. Um, and as a manager, he's you know, he says everything's great. Um, um, she she also included this, which I, I guess she must have sent the question in because she was trying to deal you know with a lot of things going on with Jason. Uh, he he's also asking for a lot more rolls of plastic sheeting and chainsaw replacement blades than any of his predecessors, um, and they feel like they may need to talk to him about their policies regarding. And I'm air quoting for anybody who's listening: borrowing supplies. You know, because mm-hmm. you you need to have some rules about what people can do. But apparently, they're ordering quite a bit of plastic and chainsaw uh, sharpening equipment and stuff. So her question is: Is where do I start? I mean, he's kind of new, but he's doing great. Jenny, what what are some of the concerns that come up for you? Well, you know, in talking to Emily, I'd want to know, is this, you know, there's a lot going on, but, yeah. you know, has, I mean, we got missing employees, missing we got employees, messes, we, Jason. maybe some stolen chainsaw blades, yeah. I don't know, yeah. um, maybe bullying people. And I'd want to know, ha- have you had to address any issues with him before? Right. And I know from our, our history that Emily has already issued him a corrective action in the past, reminding him that it's his responsibility to clean up his messes. Yeah. Uh, he was leaving some messes in the company bathroom. And um, from you know, what I understand, it was all over the walls. All over the it, walls. It was, every, it was it just. It was just a it, big sloppy mess. It was almost like a horror movie. It over was there. weird. Yeah. 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 yeah and, yeah. you know, no one knows better than him how much of a mess a chainsaw in a bathroom can make. Yeah. So, yeah. Exactly. You know, he has to, do, has to do a better job with that. Well, I mean, but this might explain his ordering a lot more uh, plastic. He's using at, the plastic sheeting so he, that the so it's not as messy there. Doesn't get on the walls. So a lot of times when we issue a corrective action to somebody, we're asking, we're telling someone like, "Why are you working overtime?" We don't realize we're actually causing we're causing mm-hmm. the overtime. Like we're seeing one more patient a day, and yeah. we keep running over. So, so maybe he's not actually stealing or or using company materials like all this plastic. He's sheeting. reacting to that yeah. uh, first uh, corrective action. He realizes he has to clean up, yeah. and some plastic sheeting will keep things a little bit. I think cleaner. we were hoping for sponges and Dawn dishwashing. Yeah, detergent, yeah, but, he took it a but, different direction. But he went plastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, so with this, I think we want to look at, you know, so we've got employees saying that he's he's bullying them. Yeah. Um, and bullying is tricky because there's no actual law against bullying. Right. But you need to look at is there bullying that may be connected it's to something, yeah. you know, that may be harassment for an illegal reason. But also there can be a lot of um, he said, she said. And even if it's not illegal, you don't want tension like that in the workplace. So best thing, best practice, everybody for that is just go ahead and get a statement from the employee. And we like to provide to all of our uh, members out there, there's kind of a form for doing this and it, and it, it, and it, it encompasses some questions on it that ask things like, did anybody else see this? Do you know if anybody else is experiencing this? Can you be more specific? Mm-hmm. And so I think, you know, you know, jumping in there, you want to do a little bit of an investigation, but you also want to get the employee who's complaining. You want to get their words on paper and kind of get some details and then you can go from there. Right. So Mm -hmm. I think they may have a little bit of an investigation here. I think we may have explained why he's ordering more, um, uh, plastic that could so be you, justified. Yeah, yeah, so you don't just accuse them of stealing. Not to things. And here, it's you know, we talked to Emily, and she started an investigation, mm-hmm. um, and she decided to talk to um, Holly about a separate issue of Holly's, where right. You know, Emily came into work in the morning, and Holly was on the night shift, and Holly wasn't at her workstation. 
you know, couldn't find her. Right. And come to find out, she's just floating in a canoe in the middle of the neighboring lake. She's just out there in the middle of the night. She's out in the middle of the lake. And so Holly's, you know, wants to treat this like job abandonment. You're just, I don't know, taking a nap out there, whatever. Right. And then um, Holly comes back and says, no, this is because of the bullying. Right. I had to run away because Jason kept trying to go after me and he was being a jerk. Right. So now is Jason causing the problem or was she really just abandoning her job or, you know, committing time theft? So we talked to Jason and Jason says, none of this even happened. And you can see exactly where I was all night. If you just follow this trail of what he said was red paint uh-huh. and he was right. There was a trail of what looked like red paint right. all over the place. And, and none of it really looked like it was near Holly's workstation. Right. So again, maybe we're just throwing blame at this Jason guy for yeah. no reason. Yeah. He may just be just doing his job and, yeah, and maybe so. So and again, Holly's just you know not she's in a canoe. Okay, so the last the last thing that I want to address here before we move on to the next roundup question is this ghosting thing, where it looks like employees are just walking off the job and then just disappearing. So the first thing I want to say is is this why you need a good like a human resource uh, uh, management system? That's your online system. You know, in our case over at Cedar, it's your HR vaults where you keep everybody's personal information at, and so you're going to reach out and you're going to see if you can get in touch with them, and find out. So you send them text, send them an email, give them a call. Make sure they're okay. You know, the first thing we want to make sure is that they're okay. I do. I will share this story, and you know, not in a horror movie, but in a, a dental practice. We once had someone walk off the job, and it kind of raised a red flag, as it should, because it's not just always ghosting. And and uh, you know, long story short, she was working in another satellite office. And she was being sexually harassed and it wasn't going very well. And the associate was doing it. And the employee walked off the job and didn't come back because she was being harassed. Mm-hmm. And and just to kind of put a you know period on this story, it was true. It was what was going on. And because we took the time to immediately try and get in touch with her and found out what was going on, uh, we were able to walk that office through this process, which actually really mitigated their, you know, them being sued because they immediately suspended the associate. Once we were able to confirm it was true, we fired the associate and the employee was immediately offered pay for all the time they had missed and also offered to be reinstated in their job. And of course they would come back to a situation where the associate wasn't. So just cause people are ghosting you, right? Yeah. Right, Jenny? Doesn't mean, Doesn't mean that you shouldn't do a few things to kind of figure out what's yeah. going on. Because and that's a little bit of an extreme example. But we've also seen it happen when someone doesn't call in, you know, they don't show up and they haven't called you. And it turns out they had a major medical emergency and yeah. they're in the hospital and they're not, you know, they're intubated. They can't call you. And, yeah, right, right. You know, and well, it may take their, their friend or husband or whoever a little bit longer to think, oh, yeah. let me call your office. It's it's not the first thing on their mind. Well, I think what we found out here was was that, um, you know, Jason is responsible for chopping up. We'll just we don't want to out this particular. We just we'll say chopping up things, chopping things up, and disposing of them. Mm-hmm. Pro- in a in a, in a pro- well, he, not always in a proper way, but I mean, I believe that's something he's getting better at. Yeah. And so I think in the end, we did discover that some of these employees may have gotten kind of involved with Jason after hours, mm-hmm. and it and uh, and we we have some sneaky suspicions. But again, this didn't happen at work, so it's really not something that we can. 
Yeah, we can't, can't do something. And we don't want to just outright accuse them of committing no, a crime no. because, you know, that's 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 up to the police to yeah, figure yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, all right. So, Jenny, I think we did a pretty good job of answering all the uh, issues over uh, on that particular horror movie. Let's move on to uh, our, our next question. Okay, so um, next question comes from Jennifer. They're practice lo- located in California. So, um, and I think this is important. Uh, the, mm-hmm. the California part of it's important. Uh, um, and, of course, since we're working with horror movies, I mean, that's where a lot of these things actually take place. Even though they're representing yeah. that they're working remote, say, in Texas mm-hmm. um, or in some other places it's where the stuff happening. is actually happening is in California. So jurisdictionally, it, it um, we, we need to think about where the employee is, is, is where we need to start. But in this particular case, we're in California. Okay. Yep. So it's not with the remote employees who are over in Texas with mm-hmm. the chainsaws. Right. So um, uh, uh, Jennifer writes, we're in California. We have an employee who has just informed us that he's been researching online and he feels like he's supposed to be paid overtime for all hours worked over eight in a day. Now I want everybody to listen because this – the, the answers to these kinds of questions are really fact-based. There's a lot tucked into this problem that she's given us. It's kind of telling us that there may be a mistake here. So anyway, he's been, he thinks he's uh, supposed to be paid overtime for all hours worked over eight in a day, um, which um, in this case he does practically every single day. He's almost always working over eight hours. A few months ago, uh, we decided, Jennifer goes on to say, we decided um, we needed to save a little more money in his department, and so we asked him if he could go on salary, and we gave him, um, we also gave him a manager's title. So mm-hmm. they they changed his title, and you know they've been reading that a person has to be a manager in order to be able to be on a fixed salary, so you don't have to pay them overtime. So they're, you know, they're kind of moving down that path. Um, and, and then she says, since his main job is chopping and slashing, um, and, and she added that he also leads a team who are pretty much chopping and slashing nonstop 10 hours overnight, night after night. So he's on a team and he's in there chopping and slashing. They're all chopping and slashing. Um, and, and so they decided to make him a manager on paper and to pay him the fixed salary. And I believe the implication here is, is that he's great and he's training the other people and he's kind of a natural born leader. Mm-hmm, um, but mm-hmm. as I said, there's, you know, there's the devil is in the details when we're doing an assessment here. And so um, what do you think, Jenny? Um, ne- never mind he's in California. Let's just take, let's, let's, okay. let's, so take let's the, ignore California. Let's ignore that it's California. Other than to say everybody in California, if you work more than eight hours in a day instead of 40 hours in a week. So it's 40 hours in a week for most other places. Mm-hmm. Not all, but most, 99.9% of other places. So it, it does matter a little bit it's in California because they're yeah. working overtime on a daily on a daily basis. But mm-hmm. let's take that away. Jenny, what do you think is going on here? Can he be classified as a... Well, here's the thing. Just putting somebody on salary um, doesn't excuse you from paying overtime, nor does giving them a salary or right. a manager title. Right. Um, there's a couple other components. It depends how high that salary is. Okay. Um, there's federal laws that say how high the salary has to be to get away with not paying overtime. And that law is different in California and about five other states. Yeah. It's actually so higher some than states are making them higher. Yeah. So it depends how much he's being paid. Um, but also what are, what are the job duties? Are so you're trying to make this person exempt from overtime because mm-hmm. they're a manager, then they need to be spending 
a large portion of their time engaged in those types of managerial duties. About half their time or yeah. more of their time. So anytime you say it's a large portion, that becomes subjective. The half objective answer from the DOL, more than half your time. More than half your time. Yeah. And, and if this employee is, as Jennifer said, spending most of their time chopping and slashing, which is the very same thing his team does, yeah. then it doesn't sound like he's spending enough time doing that type of work. Right. So they can pay him a salary anyway, Mm -hmm. but he's not exempt still. Yeah. And so he still needs to be clocking time and get paid overtime. All right, Jenny, exempt versus non-exempt. For everybody who's listening, I'm going to make this as simple as I can. If an employee can be classified through a bunch of different sets of rules, when they're classified, they can be classified as either exempt or non-exempt. Exempt is that manager who is, and we'll just put it this way, they are exempt from being paid overtime no matter how many hours they work. Mm -hmm. And then the non-exempt is every other employee who you must pay by the hour. And, of course, you would, you know, I, I would hope I could just, anoint somebody with that, but that's not how it works. Mm -mm. And we never go into the DOL test very deep, but the, particularly the horror industry is heavily regulated. I mean, OSHA is not a fan. Um, You know, there's all kinds of safety issues. And, 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 and so anyway, when we're looking at this, we just really don't even have to worry about all the, it's, it's a horror movie. We just come back to what are they doing and they're slashing and cutting overnight. They're on a crew and that's all that crew does. So really they're a team lead. They're a team. They can't be exempt as we explained before. And they, and they're, and they got you. They're correct. They're correct. Now, if you want to address this, then you need to really look at one, can you afford to bring this guy out of hours of chopping and slashing? You yeah. Know? And two, do you have enough work for them to do at a managerial level? And maybe right. that is that as the manager, he gets to decide who or, or what, I mean, gets, or what gets, gets chopped, chopped, and chopped up all, and slopped around all night yeah. um, and how you how you go about, you know, making those decisions and how it's done and teaching them how to wield that machete properly. You know what concerns me, and we should check the databases, maybe the earlier question the, 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 I think they're both in California. These two movies are in California. Mm-hmm. I think the second movie may be the reason why we're missing so many employees at the other one. Oh. Uh, the chopping. Because they, I mean. Maybe, maybe this team is, it's not Jason. It's not Jason. It's this team it's, of machete wielding people yeah. who are taking care of those other employees. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Maybe. All right. Maybe. All right. Um, so I think we answered the question. Mm-hmm. They did some research. They figured it out. And based off of what we know now, we would have to agree with the employee. And then we're not going to go into how you clean this whole mess up. But, uh, you know, first you start with the plastic on the walls. <laughs> See? Plastic I made on a, the walls. It's a, it's a yeah. Halloween joke. Well, they've also got to start with getting a new time system because apparently someone accidentally chopped up the, the punch card system oh. they're using. So. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. maybe stop using systems like that. Yeah, maybe yeah. use an online system where they maybe. can't do it. But then then you've got bloody fingerprints all over your phones and I yeah. don't I don't know. Yeah. I you know, I think this and in the many industries deal with this. I wonder how they uh like at uh um slaughterhouses and stuff. I wonder how they deal with this. They've got to have to deal with it cuz yeah. you know, same things going on there. Mm-hmm. Just in a, you know, just in a different Maybe you cover the computer with, the with some plastic thing. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, who know. knows? Yeah. Okay, so our final question in the roundup um, starts with help. 
So that this person, this one kind of just wrote us a thing. It says, help with an explanation mark on it. So I think that's probably why we picked this. Um, you won't believe what the hell just happened. This person listens to the podcast. This is funny. They're being cute. They're being cute. Mm-hmm. This is hilarious. That's why it got our attention. So they go on to say, I hired a new employee to help us address over, uh, overstaffing. So the common thing, you hire, you got too many people and got, got too many people and you're, you know, you either have to make more money or you have to cut costs. That's mm-hmm. how business works out there. And um, and so uh, they say, we hired a new employee to help us address overstaffing. I think they may have taken it a step too far, um, but we are very happy with the results. So I think what huh. they're saying is, is there's a problem, but they have been able to cut staff. So, so basically, like, we're doing great, but is do we need to be concerned about yeah, something? Yeah, so yeah. we got a call a couple of days ago from the local sheriff, she says, that that several um, of their employees are being reported as missing at this time. So that's kind of scary. So, yeah, so, when the police are calling you, that's Yeah, when the police call concerning. you and say, are you missing staff? And you say, I sure am. Yeah. I got a new guy. Also, like, cut- they're not my employees anymore. Yeah. Why are you bothering me with this? So, um, so they get they got a call from the local sheriff. It says several of their employees are being reported as missing. Um, incidentally, she goes on to say the sheriff is no longer returning my calls. Um, but but they're it's not they they're not, not asking us to solve that yeah. problem. Um, I um, sheriffs having staffing issues. So she just says, I, I do want to say that I was worried about the drama and the toll the layoffs normally take on managers of a team. But this one manager that they brought in seems to be happier than ever uh, since they asked him to, you know, kind of cut the staff. And um, and they're also saying they've not uh, heard a single peeper or had any unemployment claims filed by any of the employees that he laid off. And so, I mean, that's your best possible outcome. You've just disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> You've disappeared a bunch of employees that you didn't want and they're, they're not, not even fi- filing. They're not even filing unemployment claims. So he said this, we need, maybe need get him to write an article. Yeah. Um, how do you do this? However, they are concerned because of the sheriff's call and they're letting us know, uh, should, you know, they're a little, they're letting us know they're a little bit concerned. And the question she asked at the end, which is kind of funny because we finally get to the question, right? Mm-hmm. She's just telling us what's going on. But, I mean, that's the important thing here. It's not just the question. Got All the background. Con- contextual background matters. Um, she asked, should we have done a background check when we hired that manager? Oh. What do you think? Oh, interesting. I mean, I know what our – Well, our answer is uh, – yeah, you didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because their answer is always yes. Yeah, um, it's always a good idea to run a background check, especially when you are hiring someone at a managerial level or someone who who's a provider. But really, we can go down the list. Anyone who can, you know, really handle matter. money, it doesn't really matter. There's yeah. a reason to do it, and you can run different levels of a background check. You know, if you're hiring um, someone who purportedly has a degree, uh-huh. um, you know, you might want to double check right. that license. Or license or a degree or things, and Uh they actually graduated from the school. Um, And uh, if they, you know, if someone's handling money, you may need a credit check on them. You might not need that for for someone who's doing a different type of job. And you can't credit check someone who's not handling money. You're not supposed to. So yeah, there's different ways of doing it, but it's it's a really good. idea to uh-huh. run a background check. Yep. Um, we have a background check partner um, called National Crime Search that does a good job. Uh, and I can attest that in the past, anytime where a felony has occurred, 
Well, I don't know if they can pick them all up, but I can say they have caught many felonies. Yes. And I certainly think that if someone had been, you know, possibly uh, detained for chopping people up, especially if they were like disappearing people, I would think that would show up in a background check. It should. It and should. this is another reason why we did another podcast on this. But, you know, use the company to do it. Don't just go Google them yourself because you may find the wrong Jason or you or, may yeah. find stuff or, or rumors about them. If you Google my name, I chopped my wife's head off in Florida about 15 years ago. And you still say that that wasn't you. And I still, I I'm still saying it. that that was not me. And I me. can't prove it. But I'm but saying. You're here, you I'm, know. I'm a good, I'm a good yeah. example of that. But you're. you're still doing a good job i am and so that's one of the other things you know these background shop companies one they know what state laws apply because some states restrict how far back yep so if you cut off your wife's head how many years ago well i think now i used to say it was 15 so now i think it's probably 18 20 yeah, years ago. so that's statute don't of limitations you back that far you yeah. can't consider a conviction back that far yeah. and also you know poor jason if he's never actually been convicted we're picking you, on jason you, i know, I know. but you well, he's usually got a reputation. can't consider an arrest record or you know and also how does it impact the job you know this question comes up let's go all the way back to jason mm -hmm. look we, can we say you can't wear the hockey mask at work can we can we? Well, um, yes. I mean, in Florida, you can't wear a mask at all. Well, okay. Florida doesn't like you to require any type of masks. Yeah. I think they're talking about a different type of mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, if you are consistent and tell everyone they're not allowed to wear a mask, uh -huh. but you're able to consider exceptions if maybe there's a medical reason behind it. Oh, maybe it's holding you know? his like, nose on yeah, or something. Yeah, if it's holding on body parts yeah. or something, or if he has sensitive skin from right. being burned, you know. Um, but also you want to consider are they wearing it for a safety reason or is wearing it a safety hat? Hazard. Yeah. You know, maybe that mask just keeps doling up those uh, chainsaw blades and it's just costing you money. So I want to go back to the que uh, the question that we were just talking about. Um, I know that during the pandemic that and it, so the question we were just talking about was, you, you know, you're kind of looking at your team. I know that choppers and slashers mm -hmm. were difficult to come by. I mean, it's a highly technical job. You got to know right where the joints are, you know, they, they, again, there's the cleanup, there's the whole thing. Yeah. And I think it's an exhausting job. You got to just be right on top of it. It's it's real manual. It's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you really, yeah, the cleanup, the sterilization when you're done. Well, a lot, you know, a lot of people were trying and to. a lot of the, you know. People don't like having to go through that experience. No, no, no. I know. And, you know? and so, so it takes. Having to maybe hold people down or convince them that this convince is the them. right thing to do can be really challenging. It can be super challenging. And I think it's also important to note that a lot of the temp agencies were trying to convince these choppers and slashers with these specialized skills. And, you know, as you well know, many states require a certification. You have to go through the mm -hmm. state association board for choppers and slashers in order to be able to do that for a living. Um, and um, and a lot of the temp agencies were trying to convince them that they could actually be independent contractors and demand even more money. Yeah. Uh, from uh, you know the different uh, you know businesses out there who need to hire these kind of people. So um, I guess I just wanted to speak to that just a little bit, Jenny, because uh, you know I just think it's important. 
to know, know that the temp agencies are wrong? That the temp agencies are wrong about that, that it's clearly in the DOL rules, says that these kinds of people are – as much as you want to believe this, they do not they do not exercise professional discretion. Right. They're not coming in and bringing in their own people to be chopped up. They're chopping up the people you're assigning them to chop up. They're using the tools that you provide to mm-hmm. them. And these are all There's kind of the There's a problem IR- if they're not there when you're, yeah. they're supposed to be there. Yeah. You know. Um, they're not really um, – look, you, you chop and slash the way you chop and slash. There's no discretion in that. You know, the, the arm joints, the arm joint, you get the fingers at the fingers – it may seem like they're professionals and they have all these extra skills, but they're really not. They're just really mm-hmm. out there doing the thing and that they do. If you want them to follow your rules, like yeah. whether or not you're allowed to wear a hockey mask, those are employee again, rules. Yeah, again, not, employee not contractor rules. rules. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we've touched on a lot, and um, and what what did we say the title of this podcast was? I don't remember. What did we call it? We called it the. It's got to be here somewhere. Spooky hour horror stories from the crypt. From the crypt. That seems kind of cheesy. Thank you for being on our (laughs) extra special spooky, scary Halloween podcast. For those of you out there listening, we hope that you got something from today's podcast. You're never going to get these 18 minutes back. You are not. I'm sorry. Happy Halloween. Yep. Happy Halloween, everybody. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of What the Hell Just Happened. If you have an HR issue, question, or just want to add a comment about something Paul said, record it on your phone and send to podcast at wthjusthappened.com. We might even ask if we can play it on the show. Don't forget to like and subscribe and join us again next week. 